the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome, Hi, guys. Welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. Just before we started <laughs> recording, Jess was making... Moist noises. Don't do it, please. You, you, people will stop listening. <laughs> Why? They stop. <laughs> Damn it. Listen to the outtake. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no outtake of that. It's like... <laughs> Come to the club and I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. My name is Lawrence. And I'm Jess. And we're the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Today, we have a fun episode for you. We're doing listener stories again. However, we've got <laughs> a little bit of a twist. We'll get to that in a minute. Yes. So, it's not just going to be, it's not Jess and, it's not the stories Jess and I have seen <laughs> or experienced. It's what you, Other people have seen. lovely listeners, have sent in. And we have got them ready for you today. But first up, we're going to start off with some upcoming events. What's going on in the next few weeks here at the club? Well, since you guys will be listening to this um, on Wednesday, our upcoming events are Little Black Dress this Friday mm-hmm. and then Newbie Night on Saturday. And there's actually a few tickets still left for that, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. But I think the most exciting bit that's coming up is Halloween. Halloween. Woo! On the 29th. <laughs> Yes. So well, we couldn't really make it the 31st. It's a Monday. It's a Monday, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to come to a swingers club on a Monday night for a Halloween party. <laughs> I mean, so maybe you do. Who knows? Maybe, if you do line write up... Write it and tell us. That, no, we want it on the Monday. We don't care about work the day of or after. We're adult children. We want to celebrate on the day. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, we're having a Halloween party on the 29th, which is going to be awesome. We've got a lot of entertainment and sexy things in store for you all yes and we've got um even a photographer coming and a videographer which is going to be exciting it's because we realized we don't actually have any good footage or photos of our halloween parties even though they're one of our biggest now and the sexiest as well the outfits yes Mm. actually we had a couple a lady message us saying do you have any inspiration for what we how we should dress for halloween is it more sexy more scary there's no sort of photos on your instagram it's like that's why we're getting the photos <laughs> of the done. So yes. we can give people inspiration for subsequent parties. Now, yes. if you are obviously concerned about your privacy, we are too. Uh, no, Nobody will f- be photographed or filmed without your permission. Yes. Um, You'll we'll, all have special wristbands. Yeah, to indicate what level of comfort. Like, do you just, are you, ha- you don't want to be photographed at all? You're happy from like the neck down so you can't see your face? Or are you happy to be uh, face out in the uh, photograph or video? Uh, obviously... You'll be checked, asked with uh, before we start. Yeah, when we start filming, the spooky scare. The photography area will be in a in a corner of the club in the downstairs area by our media wall, so you can't get photographed even if you walk past that. No, it's not there. Uh, Where's it going to be this year? No, <laughs> I was going to get him to do some roaming photography. Oh, okay. Uh, okay but okay. but he can definitely go down for a little bit. So. Disregard the last 10 seconds of what I said, everyone. There's <laughs> no, going to no, be no, roaming no. Normally, photography. No, no, Lawrence is correct. Normally you do have somebody downstairs, but we are going to have some roaming photography. Because well, the videographer will be roaming anyway. Correct. So, um, so there'll be a bit of um, upstairs near the bar section and downstairs in the dungeon but they're yeah. the only two spaces, no play spaces at all. Yeah, and it won't be the entire night either. So no. it's, it's, it's only going to be yeah, the first, first couple hours. of hours yeah, and then it's over so you don't have to be stressing the whole night. Yes. But there aren't many tickets left for Halloween as no. of this recording. So <laughs> if you are planning on coming, you've got to get your tickets uh, lickety split because yes. you will miss out and we – We've already uh, upped the ticket numbers because we've got some new lockers. So Yay! we've got to fit a few more people in here. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you won't be able to get a ticket at the door. Yes, but um, we do have some special things happening on Halloween. We have um, a spooky witchy little performance happening by a beautiful girl. 
Um, we also have some awesome things that Lawrence has concocted up. Concocted? Concocted. 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 <laughs> I've got cock stuff Some in injectables. There. Some injectables. Can you guess what Lawrence's costume is? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will be bringing a special guest along with me. Mm. So come and find out who this special guest is. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long is he? Um, he's seven foot. He's seven foot. He's seven foot and slimy. He's not slimy. No, he's actually really silky. He's dry silky. as a bone. No, yeah. he's really silky. He just shed. Okay. <laughs> that, should that, tell you, yeah, that should tell you exactly what he is. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and we also got best dressed prizes. So yes. the best dressed couple and best dressed single person. However, we cannot ever whittle it down just to one <laughs> couple. So there will be some kind of competition for you to win the actual prize. And don't worry, runners up get prizes as well. That's right. We don't want to leave you hanging. Mm. <laughs> so, what else along. is exciting happening on Halloween? What was that about it? What else is exciting happening? Well, it's going to be the do- most oh, amazing sexy sex party ever. <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing. I just realised I actually have to think of a costume. I was just going to come in black latex, but now well, maybe I should make it a bit more No, like, yeah, you've got to be more halloween <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well then, if anyone's got some ideas and they want to um, comment on the post when we do this tomorrow, please yep. let me know. And then the following week of November, some of the events will be up when we post uh, this podcast goes live, is we got Neon Nights the following Friday on the 4th of November, Newbie Night again on the 5th of November. We love Yay. doing a Newbie Nights. You guys love the Newbie Nights. <laughs> we also missed doing Newbie Night um, last month, so we're adding one extra in just for y'all. Yeah. And we have some other news as well. <gasps> Which is really exciting because people are bugging us about this and since Daylight Savings has made it a bit brighter during the daytime. Yeah. Our we hours are. are going to be changing again, eight till late. So the parties now start in November. Not So Halloween will be the last party that starts at seven. Uh, then following that November, it starts at 8 p.m. till late. So Yay, but yeah. we'll have a little banner on the website just to remind you guys. We'll send out an email, make sure everyone knows that yes. it's like it's changed a little bit. It's only an hour difference. So, I mean, even if you accidentally turned up at seven o'clock, you wouldn't have to wait too long. Just go head down to our friends, Snacky Chans, and have a drink and cocktail while you Ooh, wait. Oh, yeah. And have some sushi. It's really delicious right now. Yeah, get a few <laughs> libations into you, and then you can come back to the club. <laughs> but, yeah, so we have heard you guys saying that we do want to change the hours, and this will be working better for us all, I believe. Yeah, and I think we, we, we Jess and I have been toying with this idea because we, we changed the hours at the start of the year just as summer was coming to an end. Yeah. Um, and so the winter time and it was it worked really well, but now it's coming. It's lighter when it's seven o'clock. So yeah. we're thinking like maybe in those seasons, those daylight saving seasons, we change back to seven, we go back to eight, like, yeah. and we're seeing how this works. So it was a little bit test and adjust, and um, <laughs> seeing how everything feels for everyone. And we're also very grateful for all the feedback that you guys continue to give us on the hours. We yeah. do obviously listen, which is why we're continuing to try and improve as much as possible for you guys. For shizzle, Manizzle. <laughs> All right, Jess, we're not Lawrence. sharing our stories. This is a <gasps> listener story Damn, podcast. Damn, I had the best stories for today. Now, the, tr- now the little... Uh, so, <laughs> we asked... We are, yeah, I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> yeah. So, we asked uh, a few days ago for uh, listeners again to send in their stories. Last time, mm. what happened was we did a, a questions thing on the Instagram, but... The, People could only send in a certain amount of characters or they send us Oh, yeah, Instagram the message. bubble only lets you so much. Yeah. I think it's like 50 characters. And it was a little bit short and we we're like, mm, we want more juicy details. So we put out a post uh, asking for like what was happening, how are you feeling, blah, 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 and send it via email or via audio. We, we, we really would love if you could send in an audio file um, of – of your story of so it's you speaking obviously if you're happy with that and we'll play that on the episode yeah um but so we've got three stories today 
two were written in by a lovely <laughs> by two lovely women. It's funny um, the finger that you're using looks like you're flipping me off. Oh, okay, yeah, because I had a three and then I used two. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Thanks. So, so two lovely stories. what we've stories. done is, so it's not just Jess and I speaking. For once. The two written stories <laughs> sent in to us, we got our lovely friend Angela from By the By podcast to read it out for us. Ooh. So we'll play that audio of each of those um, stories and then we will have a little chat about them. Ooh, delicious. They are good stories. It's I, funny because it's like this is kind of the first time I'm hearing them. Yeah. Because I, I did that on purpose so I didn't have too many thoughts. Yeah, I, I read over them uh Fairly thoroughly, and then I put him. Uh, I I just corrected some of the grammar, the grammar, and the yeah. and stuff like so. Angela could read it more seamlessly. Nice. So, uh, Sally and Miss C, I have changed your stories only ever so slightly in some <laughs> words. Um, also, two girls. Yeah. Ooh la la. Bring so it on, yeah, ladies. it's a little bit different, but <laughs> the whole the context of what you wrote is still the same and all there. Um, hopefully, you probably won't even notice the small changes that we had to make. But I think without. Further ado, let's get into the first story from Sally. You ready, Jess? Yes, I've got my pen and paper ready. (laughs) It's funny how our perception of ourselves and the impact we have on others can be widely different from how people perceive us and the actual impact we have on others. My first time at OSS was the eighth birthday party. Jam-packed and I was extremely anxious. I'm not anxious about the play to be had, but anxious about how I would be perceived and anxious about the mingling that is often required at more formal gatherings such as these. Upon entry, I felt unnoticed, just one of the crowd. In fact, I felt not as toned, not as pretty, and not as longed after compared to the glamour girls around me. I remained calm and offered small chats to those around me. I was excited and wet when the sexy people clambered upstairs. It meant I didn't have to chat any longer. I could play. I could suck. I could fuck lick and pull all of my favorite things to do oh yeah by this stage i was dripping and was not prepared to be the wallflower my dark imagination had ready for me so without further ado i took myself and my blue honey burdette blue anal jewel and blue tutu off to the large bed at the end of the room with my blue wand this party unicorn was not prepared to wait to get her socks off (laughs) as my doxy whirred and twirled my eyes rolled toes curled until finally a complex throbbing cock allowed me my pleasure to suck. I rolled onto my knees, revealing my jewel and dripping kitty. I looked up at my suitor and politely requested that he enters me from behind. Before too long, another fabulous cock was entering my mouth. Bingo. I'm now happy, but wait, there is more to be filled. Call it a woman's intuition. Call it coincidence. I knew these two fellows had doubled before and were happy to play with me. In my most polite yet sexy voice, I knelt up and stated, I'm keen for a DP session if you are. (laughs) I continued sucking. He pulled himself out of my mouth and responded positively. Between them, they chatted about who was entering and the best position. I obeyed diligently. Before too long, I was in my blue tutu with my blue honey burdette, enjoying not one, but two stunning cocks. Being DP'd has always been one of my favorite positions, and these two fellows had perfect synergy. My only regret was not obtaining their contact details. I loved that night. I was taken care of, I had multiple orgasms, sucked many cocks, and kissed lots of lovely ladies. Yet, I still felt that I was just one of the crowd. One of the people that turned up, and one of the people who left. Until. The best play night of my life. October's Three C's. Oh, it's you! He exclaimed as I strutted past the black curtain. And that was it. 
that moment when Tripp remembered my presence from the eighth birthday party, which allowed me the confidence to feel that I belonged, that I, Miss S., who was now in pink honey burdette, a white tutu with a pink anal jewel, was one of those girls, one of those girls who make an impact, one who can handle a cock like no other, one of those girls who looks like she belongs, one of those girls that people remember. And at that three C's, well, that's another story. But to give you the heads up, two sessions of DP, one session of being on my knees with two cocks in my hands and one in my mouth, as well as a session on the swing and the opportunity to play with an Insta follower. Plus, as I said, that is another story. Thank you, OSS, for allowing me the opportunity to play my brains out and feel like I am one of those girls. Thank you for taking the time to read and consider. Big love to you both, and Trip and Eli. Miss S. Oh my dripping God. <laughs> that is freaking out of this world. Yeah. Um, I am smiling like a Cheshire cat out of proudness and a basic amazement. Yeah, like, that's it's amazing. And I the, think, like, the, the way the that was take- described. Yeah, it was so like, good. There was this the 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 heartfelt emotional sort of the trepidation and then mm, f- and then concluding with with like feeling what like one like of a those girls, feeling welcomed mixed in with this pornographic description of like oh. things sucking and fucking. No, my favorite's like the blue jewel and the dripping pussy. I was like, <laughs> yes, girl, yes. I think she amazing. had a jewel in the back door. Yeah, no, no, the the backdoor drool and dripping pussy. Oh, and yeah. dripping pussy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm loving the blue attire. I do remember who you are, Missy, as well. <laughs> I've got some lovely pictures from you from the eighth birthday. Amazing. I know, but oh my God, that is so good. Girl, you can handle DP like a pro. Oh, wait, like, uh, did she get photos taken? With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The photographer? Yeah, we've oh. got pictures of this beautiful um, Miss Sally. Okay. Um, Maybe we should ask if we can use part of the photo, obviously, without her face. Um, uh, is she. I think um, most of them don't actually. I think they're from behind as well. Oh, okay. Because I think cool. she was presenting that beautiful blue jewel. Mm. Because I was like, "Oh, I love jewels. I have a green one." Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting how, like, you know, this is stuff that I don't really think about. I imagine maybe you have, but it's sort of, oh no, I suppose body image issues. That you know, she's obviously she was conscious. she was co- she's body conscious before coming along. I think a lot of females are body conscious, whether you are like skinny, whether you're curvy. Um, no matter what type of body you are, I think every female goes through that body conscious stage, especially entering a sex club. Like, yeah. cause you've already got those, you know, feelings of like, am I going to be accepted? Am I going to be rejected on top of, do I look sexy in this outfit? Like I've had them from time to time where I've put on like a gorgeous honey bidet outfit and I'm like, do, do I look good? Do like, and I've come to people, I'm like, do I look sexy? And they're like, of course you do. And it's like, yeah, you just sometimes need that reinforcement because- yeah. You know, sometimes you're just feeling a bit off and you're not feeling like you're rocking the bodysuit or the yeah. brass I mean, she said at the at the start there, like when she came in, she felt unnoticed. I, I, I took that as she felt that was a good thing or was yeah. it a bad thing? I, I took it as like more of a, like it didn't she, feel like there was all the attention straight, like when you walked in, like it's, you yeah. could be a wallflower, but you could also blend in with everyone. I felt like it was more like a blended comment where, you know, you didn't, it wasn't a, like. Yeah, a, you, but like, I, yeah. I, I like think your, I could have read that in Her standout moment was being ways. able to take those DP. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that. I'm just going through like everything that she wrote because like, you know, a lot of it, like uh, the first part of it was how she was feeling and um, that the, the trepidation she felt first coming before the club and then when yeah. she first got here. Right. And it's, it's really good to hear about how 
that slowly change. But like being unnoticed is kind of one of those things where it can be a good thing because some people like that you wouldn't want to go to, into a room where you don't know everyone and then everyone just sort of turns and looks at you, right? And you're just like, well, yeah, this. you don't want to be a deer in the headlights. And Unless you're a performer, but like, yeah, in, yeah, in that exhibitionist. Scene. Yeah, or she felt unnoticed that like nobody was paying. She didn't feel pretty enough, kind of thing. Like she 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 refers to like those types of girls. I mean, either way you take it, it's sort of like she worked her her own unicorn magic because a it's also very confronting coming by yourself as well. So hats off to that. But you know, she worked up that courage and she's like, I ain't gonna be no wallflower, and she just like rocked it. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Just that, uh, and the fact that she came to the three C's as well. I know. I like that. I haven't heard these stories. These are amazing. This is is very fun for me. I enjoyed the polite negotiation between (laughs) the gentlemen of like who was going to thrust where and how. (laughs) That's the best though. When the two guys organize themselves and you just sit there waiting patiently, you're like, yes, sir, what are we doing? And it's like, they patiently wait for them to organize who's a top and who's a bottom for it. Because obviously you've, done DPs before Lawrence. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you've got to coordinate. Like there's legs and limbs and bits everywhere. Like you have to work out how it's best for you both all to be thrusting. Yeah. So. Usually the person on the bottom should not be thrusting. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Be still. Be still, bitch. (laughs) Just enjoy the, the thrusting will come from the person on top pushing. Well, yeah, because you have like a movement. I'm just imagining like it's a ship. Yeah, or you've got to be in perfect synchronization, like both going, this is why we need a video podcast (laughs) so we can, you can see. (laughs) Oh, geez. No, but we make, look, we both understand our little hand movements. So it's fine. (laughs) I mean, I love at the end how like she felt like she was now one of those girls, right? She was was one of the, the, I guess she felt like one of the hot people, right? She is one of the hot people. You all are. Yeah, but like, she feels that now oh, as the well. validation. Not, yeah, like it's mm. not just a, 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 I hope I'm one of these. She, she's like, she feels that by being like recognized by Trip when she comes along, feeling that confidence to just rock out with some cocks in, out. Rock with some cocks out. <laughs> cocks in and out. Yeah. And around. You know? I'm also picturing um, her still on the floor with the two cocks in her hands. Was there a cock in her mouth? Was that right? Did I get that right? She, she, uh, she said she was sucking and yeah, sucking so, and like I mean, I could, that's always like reminds me of like um skiing. You know, everyone oh, has that, that skiing joke. Yeah, I'm like yeah, but that's solid. when you're giving uh two hand jobs on uh, like so if you're a woman in between two guys who are lying down and you're oh they could be co- lying down yeah and oh okay and you're giving them both a hand job at the I same time it, I thought it's, I always thought if you had two cocks in your hand it's oh skiing. that's oh uh, I consider that like what do you call double 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 wristy. Yeah, when, when, when they're standing up and you're kind of knelt down, right? And you're yeah, like, like pumping she's it, like yeah. squatting somewhat or kneeling or whatever. You it's want like to that say. weight shaker thing. Remember that thing that you saw on the, <laughs> ad, the TV ads? Like you got to shake your get your biceps turned by shaking this penis-like vibrating weight. Penis-like vibrating weight. Excellent. Oh my god, that was a hot story. Yes. No, I'm I'm very impressed. I'm still smiling like a Cheshire cat. That's that was a fucking epic story. Yeah. All right, so without any further ado, do you want to move on to the next story? Yes, give it to me. Okay, so this <laughs> well, is from a, a gentleman who's sending his own audio, so you're going to be hearing his voice. All right, ready to go? Yes, do it. Hey, just Lawrence. So I thought of all the stories from our secret spot over the years, how about I give you guys my first ever night at the club? So this is going back a, a fair while now. So this is 2016, 2017. So I'm guessing you've probably only been open a year or not even that by this point. So anyway, I go with a, a, a girl I know. We've sort of been chatting online a, a little bit. And 
met over Tinder, <laughs> as we do in today's day and age. And she said, oh, look, I've actually been to this Our Secret Spot a couple of times. Like, I'm bi. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I'm open-minded. Like, how about we go as friends and we, we just go and see what this club's like? So anyway, like, we arrived, but it's one of these nights where it was just dead. Like, there was probably only five or six people there. But you've got to remember, this is sort of early days of Darlinghurst. So anyway, now we, we get there and we, we go and have a couple of drinks in the lounge area back at the old Darlinghurst club. And this absolutely stunning girl comes and introduces herself. Like she's there as a single for the night and actually her first night at the club. And we get chatting and we go, God, you've got a gorgeous accent. Where are you from? And she's from Spain. So five foot ten volleyballer, tanned, mm. absolutely stunning. So anyway, we go upstairs and we, we get in the strip down and we get in the spa. So it's just us three. Uh, so we're chatting, having a couple of, um, I'm not sure if we're having drinks because you have the spa, but- No drinks upstairs. Just, yeah. <laughs> chatting, getting the mood right and things. Uh, and then we go and the discussion moves on to how about we go and use one of the rooms. So we move into this open room. So if you remember the old Darlinghurst location, so like, I guess a room more at the front of the building, but with an open door. So we start fooling around. So like I'm kissing my friend and then like the, the Spanish girl starts going down on me and just get setting the mood. So anyway, as we're start sort of playing, a couple of couples start peering through the door and we go, oh, okay, there's a couple more starting to arrive now. So we start sort of ramping things up a little bit and then a couple more couples start looking through the door and we go, oh, this is actually kind of hot. Like, I'm really liking this. So a couple of couples go, oh, do you mind if we watch? And I go, yeah, look, I mean, it's our first night here, but sure. So next minute, we've got about six or seven couples along the back wall watching us. And to give you a bit, a bit of an idea too, I was probably 24, 25 at the time uh, and work out. And my friend as well, like mid-20s and the Spanish girl probably in her 20s too. Uh, so we're, we're not a bad looking sort. So we had these couples just watching us and we're just going to town. So like I'm pounding my friends, like my friends eating out the other girl, like we're just having such a good time. So anyway, we all wrap up and next minute I'm like, oh, hang on. Like I, I've kind of like <laughs> forgot that we're being watched. And next minute we've got like six or seven couples like applauding us for our little performance. <laughs> and like we then retire to the showers and clean up and things. And after that night, I was like, oh my God, like that was not only hot, but like I fulfilled a fantasy of like having a threesome and like having others watch. And also too, it just, it was such a nice atmosphere at the club. I loved it. So anyway, I used to go back to Darlinghurst a couple of times, um, not living in Sydney. It was often maybe one or two months between visits, maybe longer. And then disappeared overseas for a little while. So explored the scene overseas and then ended up back in Australia. But no, anyway, after sort of getting back to the club a few times and reintroduced myself to people, it's just so nice to be back in the scene. Uh, but no, looking forward to seeing you guys shortly. 
uh, but just wanted to give you sort of my first experiences of the club, uh, and particularly, I guess, sort of me realising how much the lifestyle is for me, and particularly, I guess, being open sexually, and, and also having that sort of constant communication with partners, I'm starting to go, yeah, look, day-to-day relationships, I know, look, I'll probably be more monogamous, but still explore the lifestyle with my partner or partners or whatnot, still yet to be decided. Um, But, yeah, no, it's definitely such a great time and love going to the club. So looking forward to seeing you soon. Anyway, thanks again. That was awesome. I like the contrast too. Thank you, Mr. G. Ooh, Mr. G. Yeah. G unit. <laughs> it's good to hear a story back from like old Darlinghurst days. Oh, and I also like the fact that it sort of um, reminds everyone and also us as well. Like we did start and it was very slow and like it's a lot of, <laughs> we put a lot of effort into making sure our nights are nice and busy now. So, you know, and also the fact that having a quiet night doesn't mean you don't have a good night. That's right. It's quality yeah. over quantity sometimes. He said 2016, 2017. By that point, we'd been open by a couple of years, depending on when he actually came along. Um, yeah, there were those times where it was- It'd be a, it'd a be random out of nowhere moments where we're like, oh, we're actually back into a role. And then suddenly there's like six couples and we're like, what? Yeah. Huh? But also those we, days were like, they it, felt rough. Some we of them, also they. didn't have online booking by this stage. No. So it we was we were relying on, on people just showing up and word of mouth. So yeah. it- it was a lot of like in the wind for us equally as much as you guys, but yeah. we're very, we're very glad that Mr. G stuck around and has supported us <laughs> all these years. Thanks G. Yeah. I think, um, and like just said, like you just said, like you didn't have to have a lot of people there if you just found the right person, obviously with more people there, you've got a, probably a better chance of finding the right person. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, with fewer people there. Uh, so it's unfortunate that it was a, a, a slower night for you, but like you found that that person that you that Spanish girl that you really connected with and got to pound. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about that bit too. Yeah. I was like, um, the pounding bit's my favorite part. And then also like the like I know when I've ever had a play session in the club, you have that moment where you forget that there might be other people around watching you. Mm. And like it's so it's a whole nother feeling once you've come back to reality and you finished your play session, then you look around and you're like, Oh, people were watching and like yeah. it's more like a um oh, what's the, f- where it like reinforces like how sexy that was. Like you have these people like clapping and being like, oh, like that's how amazing is that? Yeah. So, that, and, and that brings me to the next point of his story, the spa. <laughs> remember the spa? Holy oh, crap. No, no. Do you remember cleaning the spa? Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't think a lot of people know, but Lawrence and I actually cleaned that spa every weekend. Yeah. Because it was one of Twice those things. Twice on a weekend. Twice so on a weekend. On a Saturday morning yeah, after the Friday night. And just because it was one of those things, you couldn't just let sit overnight and the cleaner to come in to do it. Yeah. Like we had to drain it and clean it on the spot before we left to go home. Yeah. That, that. Th- <laughs> it added about 10 hours of work to, oh. our, to our weekend. It was horrific because it wasn't one of those like self-cleaning spas. No, and it was just, and he was just like, I can't remember <laughs> if we had drinks up there. No, remember we had no, the no drinks upstairs. <laughs> we had the upstairs. no drinking sign because they always fell in the spa. Yeah, Do you remember? Or, or people would leave them on the side and get distracted and then you'd have like red wine dripping through the freaking spa. Yeah. And people were like, ew, it's all brown. It's like, that's not from the, it's clean. It's from the liquids that you've thrown in there. Yeah. And also no sex in the spa. No sex in the spa. The amount of people I used to catch, they'd be like, stop fucking. <laughs> Fuck out there. <laughs> I'd be like, the side says this. I liked how uh, the couples that came to watch 
also ask to watch. And that's something I've yeah. been advocating here as well. So obviously, you know, we do our tours about making sure you ask for consent before you touch anyone, Yeah, obviously. Uh, but I also encourage people, especially in the audio room, if you're going to be close, and I and I, I define close as like probably within a meter, if you could reach mm. out and touch them with, with an arm's length, that's close. Yeah. And saying, is it okay to watch? Even if a little bit more than that. But it's also polite as well. It can yeah. add to that sexy feel. Like I remember when, like whenever we've played all the, there's been people like who are playing around and like we've had group sessions and stuff. It actually adds to the sexiness that someone's like, oh, can I watch you? Mm. And you're like, oh, okay. Because I'm like, yeah. I'm happy to have people say that. I'm just not a big joiner sometimes. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a lot of respect and, and courtesy to the other people, right? And that's what makes it sexy. And it's just, mm. there's a whole thing about like, oh, it doesn't feel sexy if uh, you ask for some reason, which yeah. is, I find, not the case at all. Uh, and then I, love that I liked how like they applauded. 20s. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I can add this comment afterwards. How they applauded? Yeah, how people Yay. at the end applauded. That used Wait, to happen. Wait, don't you have a clapping thing? Is yeah, it this I think one? So. Hold on. No, it is that one. I was right. Oh, no, screen. <laughs> Sorry, we don't know our mixing board very well, but I wanted to find the clapping thing. <laughs> but no, that's actually like it's that happened a bit. That happened a bit in Darling, like, especially when people like. Had I think because like it was such an intimate space, so it felt smaller. People were a little bit like he's bigger, mm. so you're, you're less likely to have met everyone here. Yeah. Whereas at Darlinghurst, you're more likely to have bumped into everyone. Yeah, because it, it was an old terrace apartment, so it was like oh, Not an apartment place, house, house three, sorry, two story terrace house. And I like how, you know, he got to fulfill some fantasies, having a hot threesome, you know. Mm. It's sort of um, finding that hot scene women that's into you both and you get to play. And uh, a lot of the times, you know, f I mean, you know this about me personally, like sometimes a threesome with two women can be a little bit not as fun if the women aren't into each other. Oh, 100%. I've, like even I've felt that as well. Like in recent times when I've had threesomes, if I'm not into the girl – it doesn't feel like it's amplifying or adding to the relationship and it just kind of feels a bit... Disjointed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and like... You so as, need a video because I'm doing like hand movements. In as the guy, you kind of feel this like pressure then like you're like, well, I'm going to play with my partner, make sure she's happy and then yeah. the other person is sort of just sort of like twiddling their thumb, <laughs> twirling their hair, looking up at the ceiling and you're like, well, I'm going to go back over here. And then it's like you're... At, sometimes as a guy, you can feel like you're sort of trying to puppeteer the, or orchestrate yeah. this situation. When, you want to give even time And you've got to keep your erection. You've got to like, <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> whereas like, if like everyone up. is into each other, then it's like, it makes it a whole lot easier. It's more fluid. Yeah. I'm liking this word fluid lately. Mm. This is my word, fluid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked that. And it's good to hear from also a guy's perspective coming in as like a, I guess not a, in a relationship, but with like somebody off Tinder who he might have been. I know, like, yeah, that's the old-fashioned like, <laughs> way of meeting people now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, that's going to catch on now, <laughs> meeting people the old-fashioned way. And it's kind of cool to say how his relationship or his 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 growth as sort of a person is just like he's basically in monogamous or would be in mon a monogamous relationship, but still mm. open to coming to the club, kind of and exploring that with a with a partner or a prospective partner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think. It's not like a binary switch. You either you either come to the club and that's that's it for your entire relationship, or um, you don't and you never come to the club, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. just being open to that and just sort of like that's kind of like 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 you said a lot about your your, your relationship. It's just like it's just something that adds to the relationship whenever you feel like doing it, rather than 
yeah, it's amplifies. something that you have to do every weekend because that's oh, what 100%. you have to do. Yeah. yeah, no, no, like it's definitely, but like everyone's different. Some people, this is a lifestyle, and this is you know they mm. they do it every week, and or they have the opportunity to do it twice a week, yeah. or t- like sorry, twice a month or twice a week, whatever, whatever amount. But yeah. Yeah, no, like we all definitely perceive and see swinging differently. And it's nice that we all actively fit in together. Yeah. And happily. Happy so, little swingers. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> great to hear. You. Thank you, Mr. G, for sending in your story. Thank you, um, Mr. G. I think we're actually seeing Mr. G on Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. And I think it's it's lovely that you've had that, that story that's stuck with you for all these years, probably yeah. like five, six years now, and then it's probably... It's good that it's you remembered. I for, I've forgotten heaps of stuff from Darling Host. Yeah, hopefully it's in the spank bank. You, you remember... <laughs> You remember the, the girl that you brought that night Spanky and Banky. the Spanish lady who's who knows where they are now these days. and Who, them, when, where, why? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And with that, are you ready to move on to our lucky last story? Yes, please. Okay. Story timing. So this is from... You've got to be calling this story time. Yeah, this is story time. <gasps> no, no, but like, I mean, the title is it like sexy story time. Sexy story time. Yeah. Or like you want to make a jingle for it? No, no, no. Like, like um, you know how we did like a, uh, we do like the little sling, little title? Is this called story time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay, so this so is from Miss C and it's Ooh. from the latest three C's as well. This oh, story. So more gangbangs. Bring gang it, bangs. ladies. You greedy girls. <laughs> Ready? Let's go. Hi, team. I just wanted to share my experience with you at the last event, three C's. So just a bit of context. I'm a newbie that has never experienced any form of swinging before this event. So my experiences have been generally very vanilla at best. I've been listening to the podcast for a few months now, hyping myself up to go to one of the OSS events, but I never got around to it. I was always keen to try experiencing a threesome or just some form of group play since it has always been a fantasy of mine. Anyways, I noticed that a three C's event was being hosted in October, so I knew I had to attend this event despite never having any form of group play experience and only ever having experience in having sex with one person at a time. I was very excited, but also nervous at the prospect of taking this step. But when I got through the door, I felt like I had made a terrible mistake Uh-oh. and all the nerves just kicked in. Oh shit! Luckily, the owner, Lawrence, was lovely, along with all the staff members serving drinks. Yay. So slowly, <laughs> I was beginning to calm down and enjoy my surroundings. After a bit of mingling and chatting with some people, I noticed that the ground floor was virtually empty because everyone was playing upstairs. This was happening in the first one to two hours into the event. Before this happened, I'd been upstairs a couple of times, and each time I went up, I grew very nervous because this felt very real. It's one thing to look at these things in porn, but all the senses hone it in when you can see and smell. Luckily, I had a lovely group of people that I met at the event who were very supportive about making sure I was comfortable, so I decided to dress down into my lingerie to get started. I think three to four of us wanted to go into a private room, but it was all complete, and there was one empty bed in the public area, so we decided to use it. One thing about me is that I'm very introverted and shy in a social setting. However, when it's sex, I'm open about it and feel like I'm in my element. The first session was the most surreal feeling ever. It felt like, at times, I had a cock in my mouth, (laughs) another one to stroke, and someone working my pussy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you how many guys I had since it was all seamless. I was too busy sucking what was given to me, and my senses were overly heightened, so I was working on autopilot. Now, this got me. 
I've never tapped out during sex, as it's usually the guy that taps out first because they can't go for another round or we've finished a session. Anyways, I felt something was very wrong during the session. As soon as this cock entered me, my senses were overloaded and I could not move or focus on anything. I felt like I was very pummeled and all my insides were being turned inside out. I was holding onto the metal frames above my head, holding on for dear life because I was crying out from too much pleasure and struggling to handle it like it was a shock to the system. Anyways, I had to tap out because I was so mentally fried. I knew I had to check out the size of this thing. Holy shit, I had never seen a cock that big in real life. I called him nine inches because he was thick as hell too. Now I've learned something in life. Bigger is not always better. For a gangbang, for me anyways. <laughs> anyways, after my first session, I got some nice compliments from people and good chats. My friend told me I had six guys with me during that session, which was surprising since I had no idea as I was just immersed at the moment. Anyways, after some more resting and watching others play, I started round two and was getting it on with some of the guys, only to notice a considerable ass cock right at my face. <laughs> I looked at it and just looked at the guy and went, Oh no, it's too big. <laughs> Holy shit. I put my mouth on it and I could only fit the tip in my mouth. Either way, I did my best and tried to take it. Now, this guy did a number on me. At this <laughs> point in the night, I hadn't come. It's very difficult for me to come or orgasm, so I wasn't expecting this at all. The same guy decided to work my pussy with his hands. I've never had that kind of work done on me and I started screaming and I squirted for the first time in my life. <laughs> My brain was in ecstasy and thinking, what the fuck just happened at that moment? After that moment, I tapped out again for a drink break and some rest. In round three, the same guy, let's call him Squirt Man, <laughs> decided to join again, and he chose to do the same thing again. Ironically, he made me squirt again. This time I came, which was a feat on its own. I have to hand it to this guy. He has some impressive hand and finger techniques. Anyways, when he fucked me, it was terrific, but also sensory overload, but not too rough. Later, I was blowing Squirt Man while another guy was taking me doggy style, and he blew his load, which I tried sucking it all down once my mouth was back on his cock. As I neared the end of my session, I was pretty much a wreck, and Lawrence rang the 30-minute bell to tell us to start finishing up. <laughs> Basically, a as a newbie, it was a fantastic night, despite the nerves. It felt excellent, losing control, sucking and fucking into euphoria and mental exhaustion. I ticked a lot of firsts, group sex, face fucked, squirted, twice. Great event. All the staff members were so professional and they ensured we were all comfortable and safe. Special mention to Trip for remembering where my lingerie was. Miss C. Oh my God, <laughs> girls, I'm so sad that I missed this three C's. It sounds like a full debaucherous session. It was a really good party. Did you actually ring a bell? Yeah, I rang a bell. Oh my God. <laughs> you oh know the, re God. Uh, the ring for sex? Front? Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> how- uh, How do you like tell a gangbang? Yeah, because come? people were still playing a lot and we had 30 minutes to go. <laughs> and I thought, how am I- And I just thought, well, I'll just be a little bit cheeky. And <laughs> I walked into the audio room and just lightly tinkled the bell. <laughs> and in 30 minutes, everyone, and they all started laughing. It was <laughs> oh my God. Well, probably because uh, the bell is like the size of your hand. Yeah, I did like, it so the, daintily. The bell is small. So yeah. You're like, <laughs> 30 minutes, everyone. Please conclude your orgasms. Oh, my God. But, okay, okay. There's a lot to unwrap here. Um, okay. The fact that she's a newbie. Holy shit. Yeah, very first we time. We get a lot of single girl. girl newbies yep. to three Cs. What is it? Yeah. What's, what's the, like, you girls are 
passing, like surpassing the whole newbie single unicorns I think it's and like, getting to a gangbang. It's like when we had Brooke on the show, right, and yeah. her first time was at a three C's. It's a fantasy. Yeah. And, and because like, a fantasy is such a big thing for them, they have more confidence, you think? Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. And then part of that is also, you know, part of the fantasy is is not like a an, a typical orgy for like a for the club, right? It's yeah. them surrounded by lots of Cock. hard cocks <laughs> to suck fucking squirt on, right? Oh my so, god, the fact of these hard cocks as well. But yeah. yeah, well, we can come back to the cock comment. Well, I'm I'm glad, like you know, <laughs> after the hyping, I mean, we've we know people who've had to hype themselves up for months before they can come to the club, yeah. right? It's kind of like, oh, I've got, to, like, I'm so nervous, and then it says, what's going to be in there? Yeah. Um, the fact that it was like she felt she made a <laughs> terrible mistake when she first walked through the door, <laughs> which is probably like fifty percent of people's. You know, yeah. thoughts as well. They probably come through that black curtain and they're like, holy fuck, this is real. Like it's that realisation. Well, no, maybe not through, through the black curtain because by then one of the, the reception has already hopefully settled them down a little <laughs> bit when they're signing them in. So thank you for like uh, appreciating me welcoming you. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad Were I did you on a the good door? Jo- yeah. Were you I, door bitch? Yeah, I'm glad I did a good job. <laughs> Um, well, that's good. Yeah, because I made everyone sign the uh, three, three C's, C's behavior rules and etiquette um, guidelines. So we had a little thing about what was expected of three C's and for everyone involved, obviously for men and women, uh, and add, adding in the the new thing that we had, which was a playroom attendant, which, by the way, I think worked extremely well. Was it just well. one or did we have two? We had two. So yeah, one, one in the private area and I'm one wondering. in the open play space and sort of just hovering between the two, yeah, nice. keeping an eye on things. I think it's and good because it gives that extra level of security and comfort to the girls and to the guys as well to make sure that, you know, everyone's playing by the rules and everyone's consensually safe. Yeah. And so the idea was, like, obviously, they can monitor play, they can – keep an eye on the situations that were happening and the women who were wanting to play could go up to the playroom attendant before play started and say, look, I'm happy with Joe, James and John, okay, uh, cool. but no one else. And the playroom attendant <laughs> could, make, yeah, could just make sure that only those three guys are in the play scene and anyone else was standing back far enough away. They can watch, but not, not get, interact. Not interact, right? Yeah, I think that's good though as well because like sometimes like even like um, Missy said, like she's obviously – didn't realise how many guys were playing with her at once because it is such a sensory overload. Yeah, and it's and so yeah. surreal what's happening that, you know, it's good if she's like, okay, these are the people I'm happy with. And then she has that um, comfort level to relax because yeah. I think the more you relax into the situation, the more sensory overload and orgasmic experience you get. Mm. And on orgasmic, first time squirt girl. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, and then first time, then a second time. Oh, yeah. and yeah, and to come as well. So squirt, then come. Yeah, and then to swallow a cum load. There was a lot of cum there, girl. <laughs> come overload. Oh, that's right. She did say she started swallowing some yeah. guys' cum. That was like. But also the dick sizes too, boys. Bringing in all the packages. Yeah. Three C's though, I have Bust found do have a lot of big dicks. Too much pleasure, like she said, <laughs> I have too much pleasure from a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. Wasn't he called Squirt Man? <laughs> Squirt Man. Squirt. No, that was a different guy. Another guy was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Giant, that's right. Co- giant, giant cock. Co- giant cock man and Squirt Man are <laughs> different. Uh, <laughs> two big cocks. Yeah. Oh, I like good. how she like she you know she's introverted she. It's kind of like me, introverted, but then when it came to sex, it was just like, I'm this, I don't know, a butterfly emerging <laughs> from the cocoon. <laughs> butterfly with limbs and hands and body areas to plug in. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> like we were having a chat with her downstairs at the bar, and this was probably yeah. in between her sessions and like, oh. Her water your, breaks? Yeah, her <laughs> water breaks, her when she was tapping out. Like, <laughs> and then having to, she was chatting, this is my first time, and then I was up, I did some playroom attending as well, so just yeah. to give the other people a break, so I was up there for a little while, and I was just looking at her going, 
is it what? This is her first time? It's just like <laughs> She's a pro. Is, this is This is a hungry woman. <laughs> <coughs> hungry, hungry hippo. I always imagine people um just sort of like sucking multiple cocks but they're not realizing they've sucked like three or four cocks. Like Oh yeah. I know when I've There were heaps of those women that just say They just they're just like okay, blah, 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 and then the other guy would just slip out and another guy slip in and like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I mean yeah. obviously it doesn't sound like that. Sorry. <laughs> well see, look, my wet noises don't sound as sexy. Yeah. Obviously. And um <laughs> I think uh, there were two at least uh women that I spoke to at the end of the night as they were leaving hanging out their keys. How was your night? It's just like so good. And I was like, yeah and she yeah, I have no idea how many Cops, I, I sucked and fucked. I lost <laughs> count at 12. Oh, God. And I was like, amazing. Well done. Yay. <laughs> For the clapping one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you remember which one it was this time? Yeah, very good. Turn off. Okay. Ah, oh, well, God, guys, I'm so upset I was sick and missed the three C's. Yeah. I wanted to be there to watch all you three girls. You should come next girls. time. It was a good, it was a good no, party. No, I will definitely be there next time. I've been to every single three C's except for two because yeah. I've been sick. It worked out a, a lot better. Not, uh, not But I think the they're forever have. improving though. And I also think um, doing the application process for everyone yeah. made it better because it also gave a better understanding both to the couples and singles what they were in for. Because yeah. it, it is a big sensory overload and it is a big experience. And, you know, sometimes having that overload and not being prepared for it, at least understanding, can um, hinder your night from being amazing. So, yes. yeah, uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. So, we thank you for everyone who's sending your stories. Uh, oh, we did offer a, um, a little incentive to send in your stories. Yes. So, we offered... Uh, 69% off your next ticket purchase. Sexy. So we'll send you, uh, uh, Sally, Mr. G and Miss C, we'll send you uh, your coupon code so you can book towards your next event here yes. uh, shortly. And we hope to see you at the club soon. We're also thanking uh, Angela again from By the By Podcast for reading out the stories from Sally and Miss C. They were really good. Yes, Angela has a very good... Um narrator voice yeah very um sultry and yet very enticing yeah i think we should do more of these and i'd also like to i think we want to bring on uh couples who have been to the club onto the show and then we can do an interview together 100 um, if there's any couples out there who have been to the club and know that we do the podcast shoot us a message or and if yeah, you want to be on you want to share your story about leading up to it conversations you have your night at the club or nights at the club um, what's happened since then? Any of that sort of stuff, and you want, and you're happy to share your story, we'd love to have you on. Uh, get in touch with us at info at oursecretspot.com.au via the email, or send us a message on Instagram, which is at oursecretspot, Facebook at oursecretspot, Twitter <laughs> at oursecretspot. Uh, we'd also love it if you would write us a Google review. Yes, we got one. Um, I heard a really nice one the other day, which is thank you for that person. But yeah, we, we love a, getting Google reviews, guys. Yeah, we got a pretty cool one um, last, last night. Yeah. Last night? Ooh. Last night. Yeah, it came in yesterday. Do you want me to read it out to you? Yes, please. Okay, I'll read this out to you. It's okay. a pretty cool review. One second. I'm just pulling it up. One. Give me a moment. <laughs> just pulling it up. Yeah, just pull. Yeah, I'm we're pulling, <laughs> pulling things down. Okay. Pulling things down. <laughs> This came from Oscar K. Went to this place recently on a newbie night as a single male. Upon reading some negative reviews regarding this, I can say confidently that they were full of it. <laughs> the staff were amazing. Big shout out to Jess and Lawrence who introduced themselves, went over the ground rules, especially for us newcomers, and generally made the club a safe, judgment-free space. All other staff were awesome and friendly too. 
the attendees on the night were just as friendly, just as welcoming, and just as easy. All 140 of them. No <laughs> peer pressure, no judgment, just all-round awesome people to meet and know. The place was clean, professional, and safe. Nobody, especially as a newbie, was pressured by anyone to do anything they didn't want to do. There were even two single girls that night that I had the pleasure of, I had the pleasure to meet who came together and were always in complete control of themselves and what they wanted. This is a safe, clean, professional, and hospitable space for all. Thanks for having me, guys. I can't wait to be back. Oh, that's such a good review. And it's from the recent Newbie Night too, because I remember yeah. who this guy was. He and came I, on my tour. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember who these girls were. Oh, look yeah. at that. Team yeah, that was up there. So, Aww, yeah. Thanks, Oscar. We're not offering bribery anymore. We've stopped bribery, at least for the time being. Yes. Uh, so anyone who listens to the previous episodes knows what bribery is. But uh, <laughs> Google asks us or says you cannot ask for and you can't offer any compensation or incentive for people to write reviews except for just our gratitude and thanks. And we would really love it. Yes, please. We uh, do love a good Google <laughs> review. The, the more the support that we can obviously spread about the club and how safe and sensual and sexy it is, the better because – I mean, you guys are our biggest advocates and there's only so much we can do from our end. Yeah. And it creates, you know, more people who feel like it's going to be a safe place to come, brings more people into the club uh, for everyone else to meet. That is going to do it for us today. Yes. Uh, I think we, yeah, we, we mentioned we, all the contact We said things. how to find Oh, no, us. the one one we didn't do was- uh, The phone number? Phone number. What is it? You can do it. Yeah. 0478-131-769. Yeah. So you can shoot us a text message or actually give us a call. Yeah. Give us a call. I've been getting a lot of calls lately. Or the better one is buy email a ticket us. and come and talk to us in uh, person. Or email us. <laughs> we did I, the email about if you want to get in touch, if you oh, want yeah. to be on the show. Well, yeah. We're, we're, we're also doing a new thing where we're popping all the events up until December. So you can actually plan for which events you'd like to come. Um, and once the tickets are released, you can jump on and buy them. Thank you again to everyone who sent in those stories. Uh, we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs> on the flip flop. We'll catch you <laughs> in a fortnight. On the flip side, isn't it? On the flip side. Yeah. yeah. We'll catch you in a fortnight on hump day. Bye. Bye.